The boys are back. Yeah, we finally at full throttle. Oh, I don't, I don't feel like Max I said capacity. Yeah, yeah, I didn't say throttle right. I don't like the way I said throttle. I don't throttle. like the word throttle really. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like rapey or raunchy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, let's get the round of applause mm-hmm. for the Watch Guys. Y'all can't hear that shit, but uh, people are going crazy right now. Yeah. The fans in the stands, a live uh, audience. Uh, yeah. But uh, this is episode 82. We are the Watch mm-hmm. Guys. Watch, never washed up. I am Draft. I am Sean Luke Picard, man. Yeah. And uh, we're here with No Limit Exposure. Make some noise for him. One the only. Uh, press Love the to see us. <laughs> is it crickets? You yeah, hear crickets? Yeah. Please be crickets. I did a rim <laughs> shot, but yeah, man. That works. You shouldn't have gave me sound effects. No, you shouldn't have gave me like, sound effects. You niggas sound effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we are back once again. We are the Watch Guys. Watch, never washed up. This yep. is episode 82. Shout out to Yancey Thigpen, man. Still is mm-hmm. great. They also played for the uh, Titans for a little while later in his career. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's one of my favorite receivers, man. He was super raw, man. Uh, I believe, well, he didn't win a ch- uh, championship. But uh, he played with Steve McNair, man. Man, R.I.P. Steve McNair. R.I.P. That was a wild story. Really wild story, man. But uh, Watch your chance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what you do with that. But, uh, yeah, uh, uh, how y'all feeling? I guess that's how it started off. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm alive, man. It's been a hell of a week. There's been highs, lows, and all in between. I'm really running off maybe two hours of sleep. I feel like I'm Taji in this bitch. Um, shout out Vince. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taji here? <laughs> uh, but nah, shout out Vince, man. He's another one of the niggas that uh, works a lot. And I, I see the effort that he puts forth in order to manage all the social things. But, yeah, Vince had an engagement party yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations to them. Um, Big ups. And uh, I made my way out there after work. Same as I made my way out here. Like, today was one of those days where I tried to fit it all in. Pause. Pause. Uh, I beat you to it. Pause. <laughs> you got it. Um, but, uh... <laughs> It was funny. Um, I'll talk about it later in my wash moment. But being washed, having this podcast, and doing the the rituals that I have now, we him, we are them. I am him. <laughs> I'm washed. Boy, I'm big washed. Um, left the engagement party, went straight to work. It was a it was a colder night in Atlanta, and uh, I went there. I went there. I went to work. I went to work dressed in my in my um, engagement party clothes. Just swapped out my shirt, and it's it was cool because I'm at a, I'm like at the big Lebowski phase. Like I'm I'm the dude in most scenarios. I got on something something Terry cloth, something sweat, a little <laughs> a, a nice sneaker, mm-hmm. yeah, something something with a little bit of alcohol in it. And, I'm posted in the cut. Mm-hmm. For uh, a blockhead. Yeah. Franchise yeah. Boys. You see it? Yeah. it, it shot it. <laughs> shot him out, bro. We brought it back after the after the intro. That's crazy. Yeah. But uh it was cool. I, I, I did make the transition pretty well. Um, aside from being freezing at work. My um one of my supervisors had this coat that I guess somebody left and lost and found. It was so cold as as much as I hate thrifting. <laughs> I definitely had to wear that fucking coat. And uh, 
It was about a, it was about a size too small. It might have been a large. Rock the company coat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was somebody. It wasn't even a company coat. It was just some shit the niggas left. <laughs> we looked. It was a Swiss Tech coat. <laughs> yeah, company coat. Anytime any nigga, nigga fill up the freezer. It just you oh, it got one yeah. coat for everybody, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that coat, that that COVID some, coat, yeah. <laughs> COVID <laughs> coat. <laughs> Name of the pot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I put on this COVID coat, <laughs> and one of my supervisors just started laughing, bro. This is why. This is why this environment is kind of is sketchy because I could be myself in this environment, but that shit comes at a cost. <laughs> but he got he got one in, bro. He uh. He started laughing as I'm putting on this too small coat. Small like, air coat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not even. Peep this. <laughs> I was like, Yo, this nigga might be funny, bro. I had to see what this nigga's about. He was like, this nigga got on a waist trainer. Shit. <laughs> 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 I was like, yo, it's funny, bro. You know, like, yo, it's funny. I was like, hell yeah, yeah, nigga, you walking around here looking like a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga. I was like, oh, this nigga cooked me, bro. Yeah. Oh, so the nigga who gave me the coat laughing. Yeah, hell yeah, I knew it when I gave it to that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might be small, bro. Yeah, I'm like damn, that's bro. crazy. So that was had a waist trainer. On. That was my day, man. <laughs> it wasn't even a bad day. That's what's so fucked up about it. It was like it was a great day. <laughs> that part of it was just it was part of the paprika. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of the parsley. Yeah. yeah how was your How was your week? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um. It was cool, bro. Just a lot of a lot of work. Um, shout out to uh, Joe and Shivin, man. We did uh, from the local Ooh, podcast last night, man. So, oh, this nigga remembered. Yes, <laughs> I'm a visual learner. Man. Yeah, yeah, smart yeah. dumb yeah. niggas. <laughs> but yeah, we did the uh, from the logo podcast, which is cool, man. Got to talk a lot of sports. Um, Walls Guys Media coming soon. Yes, sir. Um, other than that, you know, uh, what the fuck have I done? Nothing, yo. Which sucks <laughs> because, like, I guess I had to work last night, and um, I don't want to date the pod too much, but it don't matter. Fuck it. Uh, it was it was a, it was a crazy weekend night, and um, I was sitting there thinking, like, man, what the fuck am I doing here at work on a Saturday night? I remember I was home on Saturdays thinking, like, man, I should just be at work or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do shit anyway, right? But, uh, yeah, so just coming to terms with that, um, I guess I get into, like, well, I get into that later. But, yeah, like you said, that wash shit, it really set in because I was talking with a coworker. This is just going to be my wash moment, too. It's going to be my house, my weekend wash moment all in one. You're doing this shit all out of order. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Welcome back. She was, I was talking to one of my coworkers, and she was just like, I was just like, man, uh, I tell him like, yeah, I'm trying to low key catch a liquor store after work, man. Niggas gotta hurry this shit up. I'm trying to close, trying to close the store and shit. And she's just like, yo. Um, she's like, yeah, man. Oh, she was saying like, yo, um, I don't never do shit on Saturdays. I ain't really tripping. She's like, I'm old. I'm like, shit, nigga, I'm old too. What fuck you talking about? She, mm-hmm. And I said my age. She's like, oh yeah, you old. <laughs> damn, yeah, we had we had similar weeks, nigga. <laughs> like, damn, don't just don't agree with it like that. I thought you'd give me some pushback. Like, just usually jump out say, there yeah, and decide with me. I'll say my age to somebody, you know, give me that little pushback. Like, oh, oh, oh no, nigga, you got yeah. it. She's like, yep, yeah, all right, cool, <laughs> agreed. Mm. <laughs> huh? <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. other than that, man, you know, 
I guess, you know, I'm trying to embrace this old shit a little bit more, man. Like, you should, man. Being kind of in that leadership position, I'm like, man, I got to stop doing uh, shit. Gray hair mean wisdom. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I guess I'll get into my watch moment. So I'm at the anniversary party, right? Or, excuse me, the engagement party. And shout, shout out to Vince. Yeah, shout out to Vince. Round of applause again. Yellow yeah. button. Yellow um, button. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'm waiting there because we're about to take pictures. And at first, I was going to leave. It was, I was late for work, you know, 100% honesty. But at this point, I'm kind of like, I don't care, bro. I've, I've been been in that bitch more than I've been in my bed. Which is, Mr. Kata. Yeah. Step and fucking fetch it. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to be the spook to set at the door. I'm trying to graduate from step and fetch it to the spook to set by the door. Um, but anyway, I'm there. And the, the caveat of... <laughs> That's one of them words, boy. <laughs> one of the ones that hit you and it feel different. <laughs> Don't <nigga> spook. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Clint Eastwood. I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> he said gook, bro. Oh, We're going to have to bleep all this. Yeah, yeah, gooks. gooks this is all Clint Eastwood's. <laughs> this is all his creative control. That is <laughs> Clint Eastwood's. <laughs> this is all his Clint Eastwood's, bro. That's hilarious. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, yeah. Uh, I'm at I'm at I'm at the engagement party. And I'm eating. The caveat of having to wait for pictures was like food was ready, so we do the the speeches and the cheers and all that shit. And I grab me a plate. I'm eating, and so by the time I'm finishing my plate, it's finally time to take pictures. I'm like, cool. I'm like, yo, is there anything in my beard? And everybody's like, yeah, you got some right here, bro. Like, how do I get food all the way over here, bro? I know I haven't eaten and shit, but how's it all the way over here? And uh, I'm searching for it. I'm just, I'm trying not to look. I'm uh, just trying to. I've done that before. I already know what you're about to say. <laughs> and uh, and Bree, shout out Bree. Bree's like, that's just a gray hair. She pulls it. <laughs> and it's so long, I can see it. Like, cause my beard is I can see it out of the corner of my eye. And everybody just giving me the look. It was a bunch of people around, bro. It was like a, it was like a sitcom. <laughs> it's just like, damn. But at the the whole the whole shit was a washed moment. The whole experience was a washed moment. Like I felt like I'm watching everybody's kids run around and play. Like we talking about <laughs> shit that happened years ago. They're discussing the uh the legalities of <laughs> the R. Kelly case and this nigga going to jail. Who's going? Oh shit. Y'all nigga had a I'm like, bro, y'all over here. Y'all over here having this conversation, and none of y'all stepped in the name of love, bro. None of y'all did, bro. Why do you even care? I had a golden corral. Yeah. (laughs) 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 But uh, yeah, that was my wash moment. Niggas thought gray hair was just food in my beard. (laughs) Yeah, that's a wash shit for sure. But uh, Uh, you want to do the country? Yeah, we're gonna do that. All out of order and shit. Hell yeah. Um, that's cool though. I like this this better because. It's it's flowing, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just these, the freestyle, man. Mm, these United States, United mm-hmm. Kingdom, Australia, yep, yep, yep. Canada, the Philippines, oh, Canada, six, Germany, er, Germany, Ireland, er, <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> All right, I'm call y'all Keep it going. <laughs> Ecuador, India, Iceland. Yeah, put some respect on the minority mm, countries here. So, uh, New Zealand, Denmark, Finland, mm. uh, the Netherlands, Mother Russia. Uh, I will crush you. Um, <laughs> <Sweden>. <laughs> uh, Singapore, K- 
Costa Rica, Puerto Rico, Romania, oh. Slovakia, Belgium, Ain't Italy. Stopping you. Qatar, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> Spain, France, Norway, Turkey, Hong Kong, Brazil, Japan, Mexico, South Korea, Saudi Arabia. This country's getting longer. United Arab Emirates, mm-hmm. Israel, mm-hmm. and of course, Estonia. Mm. All up on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like like I said before, we're back once again, man. It feels good to have Voltron uh completely formed. Mm, I've never seen Voltron. Yeah, yeah. Head Megatron. Yeah, I never seen Voltron. I don't really know what Voltron is really. Which is crazy. It's, uh, just, it's, it, it's basically it. it's like Megazord. It's just yeah. like 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 Transformers kinda? Yeah, but they tigers no, and they all different colors. Oh word, word. Okay. And they fly somehow. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Mechanical tigers to fly. And they form a robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems very realistic. Um, it's based on the true story. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good Rick and Morty episode. By the way. <laughs> the Voltron oh, episode. Yeah, the episode. Oh, that shit God. is hilarious, bro. But, I, you know, I put Power Rangers in. All, all that's kind of the same shit. But either way, yeah, man. Um, I guess we'll get right into it, man. I just talked about this last night, so... Uh, Talk about it again. Uh, shout out to Ben Simmons, man. Benny the Butcher. Mm. Butcher coming, nigga. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not. You coming in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Ben Simmons, man, the point guard for the Philadelphia 76ers, finally returns to camp after a long holdout. Um, i give y'all a little bit of the backstory. Uh, game seven in Atlanta. Ben Simmons had an open dunk. He chose not to take the shot for some reason, passed it. And ever since then, it's just been like a whole shit show. After the game, um, Doc Rivers, our coach, they asked him if he thinks uh, they think that Ben Simmons, if he thinks that Ben Simmons could be a championship winning point guard. And um, he said, I don't know. And ever since then, Ben Simmons uh, has been holding out. Uh, Joe Embiid also said that he felt like that was a turning point in the game. So, um, yeah, Ben Simmons has been holding out ever since. He still has four years left on his contract. Gets paid upwards of $30 million, I believe, a year. Um, he has a max deal. So, uh, as a Sixers fan, as the, the local Sixers fan of the podcast, I don't know, man. Only Sixers fan of the podcast. Yeah, it's a little weird, man. Like, um, It's always some drama with the NBA. Uh, I feel like preseason is built off the anticipation of the soap operas. Roll out, the season rollout. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I know the NBA is kind of loving it because you need an ongoing story like to carry you into the season. Mm-hmm. Like, what will Ben Simmons do? And then if the play? team does good, that much more. Yeah, like it was story. So I, I to be honest with you, I was happy to see him return. Like I don't, I don't know where I could have pictured him anywhere else. I'm trying to pay more attention to the NBA this season. I say that every year. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's watch moment. All right. <laughs> Right, I remember the commercial now. I had that. You saw the pause. <laughs> the wheels was fucking spinning. NBA, TNT. Shout out to TNT. Give me a deal. Um, yeah. Y'all get podcasts. You know where to come to first. I needed that that podcast of me and Charles Barkley, bro. You talking about problematic, nigga? That would be it. Fuck with Charles, man. It's my nigga, bro. But yeah. um yeah, you. I agree with what you said, man. They love they love this story in a sense because I think, like you said, they need stories to like carry them into the it's season. No scandal is just all. It's all like 
petty nigga shit. I mean, they going up against the NFL, so because yeah. NFL got more games during the week now. Yeah, and they NFL. love controversy. Yeah. We'll more talk games about in that the in a second. I mean, they used exactly. to be, one used to extra be a six, week. Yeah, it used to be a sixteen game season. Now it's a seventeen game season, and uh, even. The thing is, too, though, like, what I do give it a little bit of credence is because the whole Rich Paul aspect of it. I don't know if that's, that's being talked about in, like, the mainstream media that much, but it's definitely being talked about on, like, Basketball Central uh, conversations. Like but Rich Paul <laughs> is LeBron's confidant. He also has one of the, the biggest sports, well, basketball firms in, in the NBA right now. They have pretty much all the biggest stars in the league. Including Ben Simmons, and um, a lot of people are trying to say that Rich, this is like a Rich Paul influence thing, um, and that kind of goes like him holding out with four years on his contract is going to set a weird precedent uh, because the NBA has guaranteed contracts, NFL doesn't, and the more that people hold out, you know, they got collective bargaining things that come up every four years, so that could like shift that the way the owners try to gain leverage with the players. I mean, the whole conversation about LeBron being how he changed Too the game. Too powerful. Yeah. Like being a player that's also got influence in the front office. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. so. He's setting the example for players who are coming into the league now. I mean, we've seen everything that's happened with the NCAA and all of that was player influence. For sure. I mean, even From that, the NBA on down. Mm-hmm. Like players like Lonzo Ball, like had a lot of thing. Like, well, yeah, Lonzo, the whole Ball family, just because like a lot of like uh, – the Little brother, Lee, La, 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 uh, nah, Lamello, Lamello, Lamello Ball, the good one. Um, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Him going overseas, playing for a year instead of going to college, getting money like that had a big influence on how the league is shaped. So all this, all these things are do have a lot of influence on how the league is going to operate moving forward. So it is like kind of a major story. I don't think it's completely WWE, but it is part WWE. Just if like Rich Paul is pulling the strings. I'm I'm not mad, especially because the NBA has been such a shout out to Dell boys. <laughs> it's been such a boys club. <laughs> that was a, that one went over my head. He's, he's dating Adele right now. Is Rich he? Paul, yeah, Rich Paul dates Adele. Shout out Rich Paul, man. Yeah, they've been showing up the games together and everything. Like I believe they did like some one of these magazine covers together too. Yeah. Hello from the other side. Yeah, I'm about to say, <laughs> Should I <Yeah>. give up? <laughs> I've been chasing pavements too, my nigga. Yeah, man. <laughs> if I wasn't before. <laughs> but yeah, man. So uh, we'll see how it goes, man. <laughs> With the whole, you know, black uh, sports agents, man. That's going to be a big thing going forward. The one thing that we have in the black community is sports. In uh, well, sports entertainment altogether. So, if we can start to gain leverage in Sex, those fields, drugs, mm, entertainment that's crazy because that was going to be the name of the sports podcast. That's what I wanted no. to be sports, drugs, entertainment. Hey, man. No. <laughs> he wasn't even here, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I swore it was going to be no look passing. Mm, mm, that should have been mm. all right. Hey, anyway, man. we'll brainstorm later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk it out, bro. Whatever gets the best logo wins. <laughs> Yeah, man. Shout out Ben Simmons, man. I don't think he's going to actually play a game. I think he's going to, like, he's showing up so he can get paid. So, like, the, the I'm just very- here so I don't get fined. Shout out Marshall exactly. Lynch. Exactly. First person to play a game, Kyrie or Ben? I'm, ben. Going, I'm going Ben. Yeah, Ben, definitely. I'm glad you brought that up because I did. I didn't write that down, but I did want to get into the Kyrie thing a little bit, too. Yeah. So, um, cool. Oh, shit, we're doing great. Um, 
Yeah, man. Shout out Kyrie Irving, man. As a guy that just got my first COVID vaccine, How you fingers feel? crossed, Whoa. my arm's been itching which ever one? since. Which one? Here. Not which arm, which but, shot? Oh, <laughs> Pfizer. I got Pfizer. Mm. mRNA. Welcome to the club, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the blood. Yeah. Like, I told one of my coworkers that I didn't have a vaccine, and she's like, oh, word? And like two hours later, she's like, you know, we just happen to have an extra vaccine just laying around. Like, it's uh, going to go to waste if uh, you don't take it. Uh, uh, all right, uh, man. What? <laughs> you just got one laying around? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I work at a pharmacy. How was that shit, man? What do you mean? Did you say you had to immediately take a shit? Oh, yeah. It was It was like, it was monumental, bro. Uh, <laughs> I felt like I shit all the COVID out in that moment. Shit like, out of yeah. a whole back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wet market. Was, yeah. This motherfucker works. <laughs> it <was> a wet market. <laughs> I like, oh yeah, this shot works, man. It's dope. You yeah, got yeah. all the impurities. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know. It might have been an anxiety shit, but I was just like, what's crazy is like when I got this shit, it was just like it was yeah, so it quick. It might have been a nervous shit. Yeah, it was so quick. I'm like, yo, we did it. I didn't even know he did the shit. Like, I'm she thinking like. Arm is sweaty. Yeah, like knees weak. Mom spaghetti. I'm thinking that. Yeah, he shitted out everything he ate that day, <laughs> just off anxiety alone. I'm thinking it was like I guess because I had just got uh, some blood samples done. I got my blood work done like within the last few months. So I guess I mean, needles aren't as crazy to me as they used to be. Crazy to bro, me, man. This pod is 100 percent vax, bro. Mm. That's crazy. Mm. Hey, man, you make sure you put that. IG when we start posting yeah. these clips. Hell yeah! <laughs> Tell Adam Silver that man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the NBA. yeah we are 100 percent vaxxed in this pod. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, God damn! Great. Make some noise for us. Yeah. Right <laughs> Yellow button. The yeah. <laughs> Kyrie has decided to really, I guess, ponder his decision about taking the vaccine. The thing about that is, in New York, they have uh, strict mandates about with uh, um, uh, public gatherings, so he's not allowed to attend any. Games. Uh, what's what's so fucked up about that rule is, uh, players from away teams can still play if they're not vaxxed because they have like they, they abide by the rules of their state yeah. city ordinance. Yeah. So if he played for a different team, he could come and play the Nets. But that's not reverse for Cali teams, right? Because they got four teams and he can't play in California either, right? Yeah. Uh, or Toronto. Yeah, I believe there that's are crazy. some states that even they with away players, yeah, you cannot play, but. There, I believe the last uh, stat I heard that I think it was five percent of the NBA still isn't vaxxed. Oh shit! Yeah, or, shout out to the knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee they all black. <laughs> Hell yeah, arm leg leg arm. Head Megatron. Yeah, so but the funny thing about that is like mostly like high profile players that like uh, Bradley Bill is another one like that isn't being talked about as much I guess because he's not as cool. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> crazy. he got all the crazy stances. Yeah, <laughs> he got as many sound bites. Yeah, but uh, Kyrie did an IG live talking about how <laughs> basically, man, he's like, I don't want to stop playing basketball. I was just thinking about me and my family, and I com- honestly, I completely understand, man. Like. I I'm not one of those people like, oh, bro, you got to get back, man. I mean, I mean, niggas dying from all type of random shit that we can never explain. So I'm not one of those people like, bro, this is going to be the thing that like definitely not, man. Annihilates Especially since they've politicized it so much. Like, yeah. Taking a stand on stuff like this puts you in a whole different category of people. And I don't, 
I take the stand on everything that, or I take the same stand with this that I do with everything else that's a hot button topic in the media. Like, I don't do what the fuck y'all want, man. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do what's best for me. Yeah. And I, I mean, and we live in such a, like, everybody wanna, wants to divulge their personal information. Like, now it's become a mandate that you divulge your personal information. It's almost like, like I can understand people being very, very uncomfortable with the the type of trend that this is setting. Because I mean, this is the first time it's been. We've always had our media kind of sorted through phone calls, listened to, et cetera. But it's the first time it's like, yo, we gonna make sure that we see what you got going on in person. You got yeah. cards that's gonna be used in order to travel. It's probably gonna be another stamp on passport, shit like that. But she's crazy because and that and and for people that high up, especially if you're taking for. Bring it back to the NBA when they took a stand on things like Black Lives Matter or Donald uh, Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling, yep. like change, real change did happen, and I'm sure there are some players who feel the same way Kyrie did. That five, part of that five percent are just like, man, I might have to make some shake. <laughs> we might have to see what happens because they they believe in it that much, and I ain't mad at it, especially because, like I said, most of the NBA is African American, and it's super weird. Like I can't imagine being in Kyrie's shoes because it's like. Man, I was like, you know, approaching the vaccine haphazardly and shit. Like, so, like, what happens when you're just, when you're that high? Like, I just don't, like, that shit feels a lot more pressure when all these people are like, take it, take it, take it. And, like, and it's The between, Michael Shea episode where they had the vaccine party? Yeah, exactly. And like, said, like, what the fuck? <laughs> you didn't get it? Like, yeah, you're talking yeah, to your man, like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> why the fuck did you make me get it? Yeah, that's why I made, H, made sure everybody around me got it first. And wait for waiting for them to die for at least two weeks, and once they were straight, I was like, All right, well, "I consider it now and shit." They they straight, but uh, how you feel, bro? You good? That's why the draft got all inquisitive. He calling everybody every week. <laughs> Send a text, bro. Yeah, yeah. But I ain't. Are you having any flu like symptoms? Yeah, I'm scared to get that second dose. Shit, still. Yeah, yeah. Every, man, my arm was like fucking sore as fuck when I got my shit. Did you kind of like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my shoulder's already fucked, so but it, it definitely didn't help. But uh, yeah, man, I get it, man. I, I really don't. I don't take a position with this shit. I hate that. It, like, I saw like a clip of Stephen A. Smith, like he's Bruh. an idiot. Blah, blah blah. I'm like, man, this motherfucker is is fucking King Cooning. Yeah, you can't trust a nigga with a noble fro. Mm-mm. I've said that so many times. As <laughs> soon as that shit start start getting noble, nigga, you gotta watch out. <laughs> yeah. That being said. We'll be right back. Mm. Mm. The gods have returned. Yeah, yeah. Back to bless the masses with our Shit. asses. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know, man. I'm roll with it. <laughs> yeah, we're back once again. Episode 82, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean wasn't really here for this shit. But we, we kind of discussed the uh, Dave Chappelle shit yeah. in passing. But uh, I, it's still like a rollover effect. You know, he, he planned the outrage. I mean, I think that's the whole idea of it. It's, he, had it's, to, he had to kind of flex his muscle. Yeah. Maybe. he. I feel like he probably had a – this is definitely an orchestrated uh, media event. Like, they talked about it beforehand. He – even though comedians don't necessarily like to do this, he probably went through the material and I'm sure was working out the material in certain spaces where he knew how a crowd would react so Netflix could see it. And then it was just like, 
And I'm sure he did. He did. It went above and beyond once the show was finally going to be recorded. I don't know how many times they recorded because I know they do multiple takes. Like sometimes they'll do nights where they record back to back and just see which one they get the best take out of. But yeah, that too. Um, which got to be awkward because you see them wear the same fit. <laughs> uh, I thought about that too. Yeah, like, Dave Chappelle got them those like you would think that. those yeah. branded onesies and shit. So yeah. he's straight. He wear those in the yeah. Alexander McCreens. <laughs> he got shout out to Dave Chappelle, man. First comedian to perform in a dicky suit. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Hey, a legend. <laughs> With them C's on it. Them yeah. big C's. Big <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No affiliation. Yeah, no offense to the, yeah, yeah. No offense to the B's. Yeah. But I thought it was very, very well done. I in contrast to y'all's opinion, I felt like it was funny enough because there were a lot of points that needed to be made for it to hit the way it did. Um, it couldn't have been too funny because people wouldn't have took him seriously, and I think he would have fell back in that same cycle of how he felt with the Chappelle show. Um, and yeah. if it was if it was too YouTube-y, it would have been turned off because people were like, yo, don't preach to me. Like, not right now. True. So I think everybody was comfortable with him getting back to a stand-up-esque delivery, but still being able to get his point across. Uh, one of the things that Taji mentioned that I didn't even think about, but was the... <laughs> The whole segue in the molestation where he was talking about coming on the priest face. I was like, yeah, that was kind of awkward. He was just like, yo, he said he was, and he said after that, like he would prompt the crowd, like, like you think that's bad? <laughs> it's it's right. gonna get worse. It's like it's gonna mm -hmm. get worse. Yeah. Um, and all of it. One of the things that that made that point so point in retrospect was the fact that he talked about the story of the comedian who killed herself. In another stand-up, um, I want to say, uh, not Redemption. It might have been Redemption. Um, but anyway, we'll, I'll look it up in post. But um, when he mentioned it, because it, it was a bonus episode. Like, it was at the end of one of the stand-ups. Like, there was all this. He had a Jay-Z, girls, 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 lyrical exercise moment. And it was all in black and white. And he talked about. Yeah, I think that was Redemption. He talked about. Having um, a transgender um, male, don't slay me, uh, alphabet boys and girls, if I get that wrong. But he talked about her performing on his show and having a conversation with her and then getting to know her on a personal level. And I like the fact that he's doing callbacks in these stand-ups because that's the type of shit that we listen to music for. Like You listen to music for those callbacks to old shit that either is of their era or from their catalog. And for him to do that, it's kind of one of those things where I think he did well just to get the type of pushback that he's getting. Cause a lot of people don't have to necessarily defend Dave Chappelle. It may be easier to just cancel a lot of his, his work just because it, it tends to rub people the wrong way. And I think it's dope that Netflix is being able, it has been able to stand up uh, to a lot of the, the the outrage that seems to be kind of it's kind of light man like in comparison to the work itself the outrage don't even i don't hear it <laughs> i mean as i said before i still got like two feelings about it i mean you know me personally i don't i don't really have like much of a, a dog in the fight like i always felt like i don't know man a lot of times i feel like yo you can always make these points but i mean it's not it's it's never gonna affect change in any way it's not like some senator's gonna hear 
Dave Chappelle's fucking comedy stand up. Like, you know what? We got to think about. We got to reassess the way we treat black time. people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. You know what I mean? That's why I'm always so like torn with civil rights leaders in general. Not that Dave Chappelle's a civil rights leader, but anytime like you talk, start to get in civil rights, it's like, yeah, we can make the points all we want, but nigga, nobody gives a fuck. Like realistically, man. We've niggas seen been, this. We've seen this in make, many evolutions now. Yeah, I, niggas been making good points, niggas, since niggas can make points. Like you know what I mean? Like so, it's just like I mean, I appreciate it. I guess you know, I I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe people who believe in the system feel like dignified in a sense, where because they feel like, oh yeah, well, if we just say it, then we can start talking about the well. The, I mean, the, the shout, out yeah. shout out to Westside Gun and uh, A.A. Rashid. One of the quotes that I like off of one of the one of the quotes that I think is on the potential album of the year for twenty twenty one. We'll talk about that during what I've been listening to. Um, but he says there's a line on the B side intro where he says, uh, the revolutionaries net rarely see the effects of the revolution. And I think like you talk about comedians like Dick Gregory, now Dave Chappelle. Like a lot of that shit is just the groundwork for what I feel like is probably going to be an eventual change. Like I think what's happening now, and this is just me being conspiracy theory, Sean, the way racism works is like you can't have it because I got it. And if I can't have it, nobody can have it. And so when you look at the state of things now, especially us being in quote-unquote democratic country and all the things that are going on in the government, uh Max, uh, Vax, uh, Maxine Van Dates. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a living single character. Yeah. <laughs> Maxine Van Dates. <laughs> She's white though. She's white with cornrows. <laughs> but uh, vaccine mandates, like, I think it's getting to a point where everybody's just kind of like, we're going to have to burn it down. And I, I'm not, I'm just speculating, but that. That type of narrative is stirred up in the in the most inconspicuous ways, whether it be a stand up or a, a Instagram post. You know what I mean? Nowadays we we get so riled up, everything becomes political. Yeah, I mean, like I said, man, I, I don't believe in the system enough to. to I mean, I, I I think we we you can say I, mean, I get the Dick Gregory comparison kind of, but. I think change could be made amongst ourselves. Like, you know, I don't want to get too deep into this black shit, but uh, the change can only be made amongst ourselves, bro. Like, depending on the world to change around you is, to me, you know, it's 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 a it's it's kind of like a wasted effort. Like, just me personally. So, like, when I see all the people that make the good points on TV, it's just like, man, this this nigga's an entertainer. You're entertaining, bro. Like, nigga, take if you really want to make some change, nigga. Why the fuck would you announce it to white people? <laughs> Shut Me. the fuck up, uh, please. Shut up, nigga. God damn, nigga, hold Stupid. that shit down, nigga. Stop telling everybody about this shit. Like, that's the reason why we don't never get we, nowhere. Nigga. Yeah, you tell them you go march, nigga. Yeah. It's not even scary no more. Damn. A nonviolent march is only effective when no, no, don't nobody know. If you just if a hundred niggas showed up outside your house and you ain't have no idea that they were man. coming, that shit would really have an effect on me. Man. Look, before shit get out of hand, how can we fix it? I don't know what happened, but how can we fix it? And I've said this shit before. No one knows what Asian people are thinking overall. You don't know what the fuck they, how they feel about white people or none of that shit. Black I didn't even people. know how they felt about other Asians yeah. until I really got in close. Bruh. Bro. <laughs> they don't even talk about this shit amongst yeah. each other. They're not going to talk about this to us. Man. I'm sure they talk about it amongst each other. They're I mean, yeah, so I mean, they don't talk us. about this shit to us. Yep. 
Ain't none of our motherfucking business. And mm. in the same way, I feel like the it's way the, it, it's the, it, it's another group like that too. Yeah, I mean, you it's just a speculate. Lot. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> like, like that speculate. except us. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. always been my fight, like with black people. It's like yo. Yeah, that shit's dead, man. We didn't seen motherfuckers get on TV, make all the good points, nigga. I mean, we kind of we. This is another tangent, but we kind of are learning. Like the TikTok uh, ban was an interesting. Uh, I mean, even with I mean, my, my fight was even with Childish Gambino and Black Splain and all that shit is the same shit. And stop explaining shit to mm. white people, man. Like for what? No, but what I was gonna say, I think that TikTok. I don't know, social experiment where black people just stopped doing dances to songs just to see what the content was like. And white people were left on their own to kind of come up with dances. And it was terrible. Yeah, and they were just sure. showing a, a list of, or like a thread on Twitter of, of all the videos they were doing to like, uh, of course, African-American artists doing to their music. And it was trash. Yeah, so yeah I, I think remember seeing those clips. That's one of those ways I do feel like people are just like, all right, bro, we're not going to. We're just gonna shut the fuck up. We're just gonna yeah. kind of keep our moves to ourselves. Yeah. Like and I, I, like I said, eventually niggas will get it just because of bringing back the Dave Chappelle. Somebody kind of saying things in a way where only black people are gonna kind of understand the nuance of it. Like people are focusing on the transgender aspect of it, and he clearly said like one of the best parts. One of the reasons why I felt like it couldn't necessarily be funny because he had to say shit like this. He was like, "Yo, I'm not." Punching down, like I'm not picking on you. In actuality, I'm jealous because I want. I'm. I'm. I'm upset that y'all did it so fast. Like, how did y'all create change so quickly? Yeah. And and what he said, I should have really done the research on which ones had certain points. I just didn't have the time to watch all of them because I want to go back and watch all of them now. Because, like I said, the callbacks, all that shit. Yeah, they're all kind of tied together. It ties together. You can't. And I like works of art. When I see good artists, they have periods. And when they go through certain shit, you see it in the work. But that being said, um, the part where he was talking about being jealous of the way they've gained a certain type of momentum, that's something we've talked about. You know I mean, it's not, it's like, all right, bro, you got to get in line. <laughs> but I also understand why that certain movements make way faster than other ones. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's more not- palatable because. White people are involved. So it's not like a, like a deep thing. Like, oh, bro, I'm jealous. I mean, like, obviously, they go get faster. Cause- and here we are <laughs> saying too much. For sure. But it's just like, I mean, these aren't like, I don't know. Like I said, for, for a certain demographic, maybe they felt like, he said they they felt dignified or some shit. But a lot of these know. conversations got to be had so a nigga can learn how to shut the fuck up. Don't nobody yeah. tell you. Hey, like everything doesn't necessarily need to be stressed from your point of view because your point of view may not be the the general consensus or what benefits niggas the most. Yeah. So stop getting out there and speaking for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too. I hate when people get on TV and it's like, "This is how we feel." Like, whoa, 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 mm. whoa, whoa, hold up, whoa. nigga. This how you feel, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know you, nigga. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you getting down, nigga. I mean, you know, and then yeah. I like one of the I, things with the Black Lives Matter movement. It was a nigga that was uh, in the city. Who was representing Black Lives Matter and throwing parties? Like he was throwing BLM parties, flyers and shit. <laughs> he eventually got arrested for impersonating a police officer. Like he pulled over an off-duty police officer, and uh, this nigga's wild. the registration. He was like, "Who you work for?" <laughs> <laughs> shit. But yeah, man. Uh, shout out to Dave, man. Like I said, I you know I'm always a big Dave Chappelle fan. I just felt like it's not enough. 
I mean, when it, with the whole backlash, that's my backlash. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, nigga, shut up. Be the, funny, bro. Yeah, shut shut up. the fuck up, nigga. Get this money, nigga. And, and shut up and dribble jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think get the money and put that shit to the places that you're talking about. Nigga, you don't got to announce it, my nigga. Like, yeah. I think that is the positive you want to say about the shut up and dribble shit. Nigga, let's shut the fuck up. Get the money, nigga. And then we. Once I we thought start, I thought about that shit with LeBron. It was like, a, I would have just said, all right. And it's done everything I was going to do, do anyway. anyway. Man, man. One of the smartest quotes I ever heard is like, yo, uh, smile, nod your head, and do what the fuck you want to do anyway. That's all you got to do, man. Let them react. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same. By the time you got everything set up, then they got to catch up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you give them time, they'll be like, all right, this is what I'm doing. Like, nigga, I don't tell no jobs when I'm about to quit, motherfucker. I get yeah, another st- job and I get the fuck out of that's there. That's stupid super villain shit, bro. That's yeah. stupid super villain shit. <laughs> exactly. Let me explain my evil plans. Let me explain that I'm going to take All along. <laughs> While you were watching, I was building. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, nigga? Shut up. We don't have time for this cutscene, nigga. <laughs> Pull the trigger, please. Yeah, man. Shout out to Dave, man. <laughs> I guess I'm never meeting him now. <laughs> Uh, but speaking of racism, shout out to John Gruder, man. Mm. I got my Raiders hat on just for you, bro. Um, MAGA hat? <laughs> the Raiders did he so much. He is redhead. Yeah, yeah, he crazy. Yeah, yeah, you got a built-in MAGA hat. <laughs> Automatic MAGA hat. But nah, but the Raiders did so much good for the black community. They are the closest thing that we got, like. To us, nigga, they 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 brought fucking NWA in, nigga. Yeah. Al Davis did that. Al Davis hired the first black coach in the NFL, like Art Shell. Shout out to him, man. The reason why I always fuck with the Raiders, and the reason why this John Gruden shit is so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, damn, nigga, you fucked up the whole legacy with this shit. Because you know, what I mean, the reason why a lot of pl- black people do fuck with the Raiders because they were the one of the few so inclusive, yeah, teams that like reached out to black athletes. They had black quarterbacks back in the day in the 70s and shit. Like, they were the first people doing that, you know. So, like, and they used to take black players that had, you know, checkered pass and shit. They, you know, gave them second chances. So, like, Al Davis is really big on that. There's a really dope 30 for 30 about Al Davis, too, if you might have a chance to watch that. But, yeah, John Gruden got some emails raided. Apparently, they were doing, like, uh, an invest- yeah. <laughs> an investigation of fucking they kicked in the door. Yeah, yeah. Oh, his Gmail. Put your hands up, <laughs> but uh, nah. Uh, they do. They were doing an investigation of the Washington football team. Uh, apparently, like somebody alleged that there were a lot of like sexual misconduct or some shit going on within the organization, and somehow they found an email from John Gruden. A few emails. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of them. So he just got caught up in the web. That's always how that shit go. That's how they found the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Really, they was really? investigating like a real estate. Issue in Arkansas or some shit, and they had a picture of her sucking dick in there. (laughs) (laughs) It's a low res uh, JPEG, one megabyte. (laughs) Bill Clinton had a Polaroid. But nah, saxophone in one hand, camera in the other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, shit's crazy though, man. Um, John Gruden apparently he talked about one of the. NFL official, some guy. He, he he's bl- he's a black guy. He said he had he was talking with rubber lips. That's, that's never good. That's not a good look, dog. Yo, that, he tried to clean it up and made it worse. He was trying you to know. say that he, he meant like that's when someone lies, like they're talking with rubber lips. Like, uh, oh, bro. Okay. Yeah, he said his like lips are big as balloons or some crazy shit like that. <laughs> Michelin tires. Yeah, Michelin tires. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Like, it's like, funny. If you read it, when you read it, it's hilarious. You can't help but laugh. 
But it's definitely racist. Yeah, yeah, for it's, sure. It's, it's so wildly racist. And the people when when the world got offended is when he started talking about gay people. He like had a line about uh mm-hmm. Michael Sam. Shout out Dave Chappelle. Shout, shout out to Dave. So I get your point, bro. Yeah. But I just you know I ain't tripping, nigga. The world is stupid <laughs> and racist. As fuck. You can say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I expect the world to be racist. It doesn't outrage me no more. It's just like oh, okay, well, well, cool. Yeah. Uh, but uh. Yeah, man. He he talked about how the NFL pushed Michael Sam's into being in the league and being in the forefront. It was, I believe, it was another gay player that came out, but I don't remember his name. Because uh, ever since that whole Kaepernick shit, I never really could really watch football the same way. Like, oh, Jesus Christ! I never really noticed how racist this shit is. Man, speaking of the Kaepernick mind, shit, yeah, Ed Harris. Uh, what's his name? Ed Harris, the guy who plays Backer? for. No, it is Ooh, every fucking uh, yeah, I forgot the other movies, man. Anyway, uh, Ed Reed well, it came up in the emails as well. Um, apparently, John Gruden thought he should be fired based on his stance for uh, or his stand, him standing with Colin or kneeling with Colin Kaepernick. Uh, and, uh, that was kind of the the other racial aspect to it. Like not only. Is he trying to keep people from getting money, but he being shitty about it? <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, John. Right. As I said before, shut the fuck up, nigga. You can be racist, bro. All you gotta do is just shut the fuck up. Who the fuck puts it in but but they, but official they NFL emails? They went He's back. Like, <laughs> they went back. They went back ten years. And I, was thinking, I was thinking to myself, like maybe emails back then you felt wild. like we're, we're, we're more. Yeah, secure. he he he. He's a redhead that's going gray, bro. Like. Who knows how long he's, he's been accustomed to the internet. He mm. he might have got to it at a point where he was still trying to figure out how to type in his email password. Right, so was he, he may- the one that was gifted the team in Tampa Bay? Was that John Gruden? Yeah, yeah. Tony yeah. Dungy's hard work. Yeah, he took over. T- yeah. Tony Dungy's hard work. He's a Steve yep. Kerr of the NFL. <laughs> Same way he took over. Yeah, the Mark Jackson effect. Yeah, you call it. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That shit yeah. crazy. He fucking yeah. Shout he out beat Steve us. Nash. Yeah. He beat us oh. in the fucking finals, man. He beat the Raiders in the finals that next year. Mm-hmm. Fucked up. Knew our plays. Oh, man. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Rich Cannon. Shout out Tim Brown, man. Shout out to my whole Raiders squad. But yeah, man, John Gruden's a fucking racist. I ain't got much to say about it. I mean, <laughs> he got fired. He stepped down. He's probably still getting paid. I wish I remember which one was the drummer with the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he paid a lot of money, too. Didn't they say something about $100 million? Oh, Is that for real? Yeah, he he had a, a contract for 10 years, $100 million. Yeah. Yep. So I'm sure he's still going to get a portion of that. That's what no one's talking about, but mm-hmm. whatever. They're going to make sure he get paid. Yeah, yeah. With so I'm like, this motherfucker probably doesn't even care about this shit. He's like, motherfucker, I'm about to go back to my he didn't say, Yeah, he was like, whatever. Uh, I didn't even want to coach these motherfuckers to begin with. <laughs> they had to give me $100 million dollars to come here. You I'm realize? Done. Like, Damn. Like, he didn't even want to coach. So, you know. That's my whole thing. But yeah, shout out oh, to John. What an exit, man. Yeah. <laughs> grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about William Shatner, man. Where uh, Jeff Bezos has been on some fuck shit. Uh, even more fuck shit. I don't know why he took William Shatner to space. Uh, I mean, Full I, circle. Yeah, shout out to Star Trek. Shout out to all my Trekkies. Mm. Um, that's, I don't know, man. To me, it's like Steph Curry signing fucking... Mr. Cooper or some shit, nigga. Like, I, I, I know it happened, nigga, but it doesn't need to happen in real life. Like, <laughs> like winning a championship with this nigga. Like, like I know it was, it was, it was 
<laughs> it's a cool TV show, my nigga, but it doesn't really need to really happen, my nigga. Like, I don't know. Cooper what. Sevens, yeah. <laughs> Hang with Steph Cooper, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't really need to happen in real life. Like, I don't know. I don't know whose idea this was. But uh, I don't know. I guess it makes for good fodder. Oh, We're talking about it. So I guess it worked. It, it, it finally worked. I, I wonder, what, what's this goal with these space missions? Like, what is what is it just to say I did it? It's just like, I mean. Tourism. It's uh, the new skydiving. That's all it is. Skydiving for billionaires. It's only 10 minutes. Mm. Only 10, minute 10 minutes. That's all it is? You, you wait list for three minutes and then the rest is. That's crazy. So you so basically it's a, it's just a million get like a dollar snapshot. Uh, man, go to Six Flags, hop on free fall, bro. Put a penny mm, on your knee, call that shit a day. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know people did that. Yeah, put man. a penny on your knee, like drop, close. and it flips right in front of you. Uh, it's one of the coolest things ever, bro. I did it at an age where I was thoroughly amazed, and now I go force. back and still do it. Uh, Shout out Terminal Velocity, man. Uh, <laughs> Space Cowboys or some shit. Or, <laughs> Space Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, he lived it. Shout out to Jamiroquai. Virtual insanity, oh, man. Yeah, man. So I, I don't know, man. I don't have much to say about William Shatner or Jeff Bezos because I'm sure both of them could have me killed. Why didn't they take George Takai, man? Yeah. You got to stop Asian hate, bro. Mm, and, and gay up. hate. Y'all ain't take, yeah, what's up? Y'all yeah. ain't take LeVar Burton, bro? Mm. Bro. Yeah, it's just Me and Chop had a conversation, conversation about, about LeVar Burton that I, I can't have on the podcast, uh-oh, uh-oh. but we got to talk about that one day. Off the pod. It's the earring. It's the earring. He just posted his wedding picture right, it was like cool. 20 years ago. It had like all the cast on there. That shit was kind of dope. All right, cool, cool. All right, well, that, that clears up everything right. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, <laughs> me and Chop had this random conversation about LeVar Burton being blind in space because his third eye was so open. Mm. That's the that's the story they don't talk about he in Star Trek see, Next bro. Generation. He was generally more so the voice of reason on... on in every situation. Yeah, yeah. He And he... The time when he had to beam everybody up and he couldn't see the buttons and they, it was fucked up because they should have had him in Braille. Like it's it's the Braille future, right? Space. Why the fuck don't you have Braille in space? Dang. It's crazy. I didn't even know he was blind until y'all just said it. Yeah, oh, mm. he was blind. Oh, I thought like the little shit was. I thought it, I thought he, he was like Cyclops. I thought he shot fucking laser shit. I think he was able to see different versions of the color spectrum. Like he couldn't see, like you see like infrared or some shit or uh, not that big of a trekkie. Yeah, uh. it was everybody was robots, bro, and it was it was hard to talk to him based on the fact that he didn't have eyes. He was very robotic. Uh-huh. I always thought that was weird too. Um, yeah. On that note, uh, I guess we're getting to what we've been watching and listening to. I think it was because he was an engineer, too. They're usually more. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was. Yeah, he was. Like I the, need to go back and watch uh, Next guy. Generation. Yeah, they, they were talking about Picard and shit. Yeah. They don't joke. Yeah, they're, they're very. <laughs> very oh, spectrum-y. Yeah. <laughs> very Spectrum-esque. Much so. uh, but, uh, uh, oh, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll come back. Yeah, we'll take a break. Now, yeah. the final uh, segment of the segments. I don't you could have finished it. I was there with you. Count yeah, down. Yeah. All right. Well, we're back once again, motherfuckers. We're going to get into what we've been watching and listening to, um, yep, yep, yep. as we usually do. Me, I've been uh, watching a lot of shit. I've been listening to Sade's Greatest Hits. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, sweetest taboo, man. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, is it a crime and all that shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I just been needing some smooth shit, so shout out to her. I've been on a J. Cole binge too. Mm. You've been real sleepy lately. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do longer. <laughs> yeah, I want to fold clothes for you. I want to make you feel good. Uh, I, fuck with, I fuck with folding clothes, which is crazy. I actually like that song, man. <laughs> this nigga never did this before, man. <laughs> Change is really dope, too. Uh, let me see the J. Cole joints, man. I, you know Kenny what? Lofton, bro. Yeah, that's fine. Shout out, shout out Jeezy. But I always felt like people always see me shit on J. Cole. I'm like, no way. I need to give J. Cole his flowers, bro. Because I feel like there's a lot of J. Cole shit I actually do fuck with. Um, Runaway is dope. Um, oh, look at me playing shit. Uh, Rich Niggas is dope. Uh, Chaining Day always. What's your favorite, what's your favorite uh, J. Cole album? Uh, I'm going to go with. Friday Night Lights. That's not really technically a J. Cole that's album, it. but what's wild is that's the that's the Kendrick Lamar section eighties his best album take. Mm, yeah, I'm that's go the Friday same equivalent. I don't know if he's ever. My re- favorite is uh, and I, I'm not really the biggest J. Cole fan. I know this nigga can rap. I definitely respect his pen. <laughs> Oh, Did I forgot those things. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, how, how point was it? <laughs> it was on point. <laughs> it was the horn. <laughs> He's like, I'm not the biggest J. Cole fan. But uh that being said. Jesus took the wheel. <laughs> yeah. There are there are songs on the twenty fourteen Forest Hill Drive that I feel like Stand out in his catalog in general. Yeah, I think January twenty eighth is really dope. Yeah. Um, I mean the singles. I mean I liked. I always liked uh, no role models. Thought that shit was dope. Uh, like I said, change on for your for your eyes only is dope to me. Uh, folding clothes. All right. Um, J Cole's also one of the people who after that for a while he wasn't really afraid to give content. He'll do freestyles and shit every once in a while. Yeah, Kenny Lofton, as you said before, is really dope. But yeah, man, I just want to give J. Cole some flowers, man. Shout out to you, man. Man, I'm not the biggest J. Cole fan, but you know, man. You know, shout out to him, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Shout out to you, though. Uh, Meek Mill, Expensive Pain. How you um, feel? I didn't love the album, but I thought Tweaking was really dope. Uh, featuring Vori, I believe dude's name is, but... Uh, <coughs> Yeah, it was fine. I feel like he's kind. I don't know, man. This is the old nigga me talking, but I guess this is Wash with God. So uh, he leaning into this aggressive Meek Mill rap on intros. That shit is. It felt like he was doing a little Dirk impression, like mm. style wise. Like it was. I don't. I don't really need to hear a full auto tune Meek Mill song. Yeah. That was hey, just what kind of fucked with you without that shit. Though. Yeah, it wasn't really the era you came up in. It kind of. I don't know, man. Maybe like old school Jay Z fans feel the same way, but I always felt like there's a way to like <laughs> mesh Death the auto tune. Yeah, yeah, I feel there's a way to mesh your style with the new styles, like without doing it so blatant. You know? Have y'all have y'all seen the Meek Mill controversy about his tour bus? Y'all yeah. seen any information on that? The white no. dude. Was that a white dude yelling? Yeah, it was a white dude yelling. Oh, like, oh, not his tour bus. About the ads that's running on buses. City bus. Yeah, like, no, nah, but buses. his tour bus pulled up in the town and it was painted with the whole rap. Oh, like, and that was the one that they were. Oh, yeah, but no, it's on city buses and shit. Like, yeah, that's also yeah. on city buses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. wow. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. just the ads. Like, because his artwork got the little... I mean, I don't know, man. I don't really have much to say about that. I mean, obviously, black women get over-sexualized. I mean, I think that's a point that everyone knows. But and if it, you it don't was, know, now you know, nigga. It was done by a female artist. Um, I mean, I don't make it no... I mean, women... I mean... I don't know, man. Black so people sexually. set themselves out on but all types again, of ways. I hate the, when people like use that point for things. Like, no, a woman did it. Like, I'm not. I'm not saying it has anything to do with if, the fact if, that if being one offensive. black dude does some shit and they be like, no, 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 Sean, like, nigga, he does it. Nigga, don't Dra- Drake my, dressed like, in blackface. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. In the words of Dave Chappelle, bro, I'm jealous, man. Y'all done made progress so fast. I'm trying to figure out how to, you know, what I'm saying how to speed up the process on my end. I need to be just openly forgiven based off who I am and what I and what I've done. But I, again, I do think this kind of just it, it's. I think this was one of those things that was probably planned, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, outrage culture. Yeah, but the Meek Mill album is cool. That yeah, being said, it, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I didn't love it. It's not my favorite Meek Mill album. Definitely not my favorite Meek Mill album. You know, Meek Mill got that that Rick Ross formula where he'll have a whole bunch of street nigga songs and then like one, one or two, yeah, yeah for like us, for the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> and then give you the one of them joints, yeah, he, one of them joints for us, like soul beats where he like really talks some shit, and then it's out. you know it's political shit. Yeah. He might have a political record. Yeah, he's definitely uh, formulaic in that way. Um, shout out to Travis Scott, Birds Sing, Brian McKnight, mm. been on that a lot. Uh, Starboy, The Weekend. Uh, as far as podcasts go, Drink Champs, I listened to the Avion Crockett, whatever the fuck you say his name. It was fine. That was it. Uh, you shitting on this nigga. Just about to say his name right. I'm going to get your name right. Fuck it, though. Uh, the Low Post, of course, but on my basketball shit. Uh, just started listening to the Sixers Beat Pod. Uh, it's pretty dope. Uh, you know, I've been really deep into my Sixers bag. Uh, of course, right to, rights to Ricky Sanchez. Uh, I was just getting to it and watching them go through all this shit. Uh, Injustice. Mm. Like I said that on the last pod, but it's a, it's a great watch, man. I had to watch it again. So good. Watched it like three times. Uh, Bad Sport on Netflix. Uh, it's just a documentary about various athletes that pull scams and shit. The whole Netflix formula. <laughs> Damn, know. that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is very timely. They was waiting on this shit. The NBA, the NBA gave them tips. Like, yeah, look, look, we about to drop. Yeah, we about to drop the hammer. Don't worry. Like, yeah, yeah let's get the marketing uh, ready. But um, speaking of criminals that play sports, I listened to the Rafer Austin uh, <laughs> flip the script. Uh, <laughs> Skip to my loop. <laughs> Anybody doesn't know Skip to my loop? That's Rafer Austin. He was on Flip the Script. Uh, I don't know why I got into that. I guess just like I said, criminals and sports. Um, the woman who wasn't there on Amazon Prime. Mm. It's a documentary about this woman that claimed to be in one of the 9-11 towers as they were, like, got hit. It's a documentary I saw somebody tweet about. It came out years ago. but She's it's, a phony. Yeah, she's a big, fat <laughs> phony. Uh, jokingly and, and seriously, she is, uh, like, literally a big, fat phony. Uh, she Rachel Dozen all the tragedy. She did. <laughs> She had a whole story about I mean, like well, well, it would, that's a that's a common thing in the military like what they call yeah. it uh, fall uh, mm-hmm. fall like false glory or some shit like that oh like when you was in battle but yeah then, like, you wasn't really there like the, not uh, even that like people it was a guy that went to like my mother knew who uh, got into an accident and lost both his legs and he was talking about how he was a veteran he was in this parade where it, he ended up getting in this he made it back from the military. Allegedly alive, and then lost both his legs in a train accident in a parade for veterans. And uh, that's too on the news. Yeah. They uh, they did research into his, you know, what I mean, his military career, and 
Yeah, he was just like, yeah, you're not a, it's not a veteran, huh? Yeah. So ironically, he didn't really even have to be there based on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but shout out to her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had a whole story about like, you know. She put dust on herself. Yeah, like some dude that saved her. Like one of the dudes that actually was in the building, like his family met up with her and like, because oh. they wanted to hear about his last moments. And she's she making talk. up a fake ass story. And this shit. isn't a BoJack episode. Like, <laughs> this is real. This is real life, bro. This yeah. is, it was hilarious. Like you said, they. Oh shit! Definitely, uh, Rachel Dozal, the whole 9/11 tragedy. But yeah, that shit was really dope. And I guess I ended with uh, Lula Rich. It was on Amazon Prime. It's basically a story about quick fashion, and uh, it's a Ponzi scheme with quick fashion, basically, like like mm. Avon or something. Shout shit. American Apparel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, so oh, it's yeah. killing the environment, by the way, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure, it's terrible. But um, yeah, so a whole like a lot of uh, shitty like yoga pants and shit with bullshit designs. <laughs> on the low, that's all the shit you see on Instagram now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that. Like, they from China. Yep. And uh, they were like, shit was falling apart. Uh, <laughs> you know, basically, like you got to buy bundles. It's it's like I said, it's a pyramid scheme. But it was it was, it was funny, interesting watch. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I got. I'm gonna start with podcasts because I'm here now. Um, Duncan Trussell Family Hour. Uh, I really like this podcast. It's what if you're if you can deal with his weird sense of humor, you get a lot of good information out of it. Just based on like different perspectives that I think people are afraid to really dive into. Like I, I had a conversation with Corey in the car about religion and how there's always a gravitation of like white America, especially to these Eastern thoughts of religion, because it's not a structural, like they, you can interpret it based on how you want. Whereas when you, if you come from a Christian background, it's almost a dances with wolves effect. Like you get so much freedom. Shout out Kevin Costner. You get, you get so much freedom. My like guy. life gets to a point where all the, all the, the, the boxes that you fit in in the normal society don't work no more. Um, but yeah, I'm high, so I forgot where I was going with this topic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. Um, Ragu Marcus episode. Um, Ragu Marcus is a meditation uh, specialist. He a meditation professional or some shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they talked a lot about um, the idea of distancing yourself from the type of type of like trauma that comes with everyday life and I, I'm listening to this shit at work because in order to make it through this work I had a work week I had a mandatory so that means I work six days and I, I was like yeah I can't just I gotta find a way to just zone out and get black out thinking time yeah it beat me and this was it this was one of the one of the podcasts that kind of stood out um really dope uh delivery too a lot of it is is really conversational it doesn't feel like they're trying to they're trying to like preach it to you um it's just them having a conversation and you're kind of a fly on the wall uh the dollop let me go see which ones um need the to dollop, san jose b's episode <laughs> iraqi uh, the iraq war um the second one um george w <laughs> Part two. Yeah. <laughs> Reloaded. <laughs> uh, I need to listen to those. Uh, I've been going back. Like, I'll just, I'll literally go through the dollop and do like this. No, I do the same I, thing. Like, I do the uh, exact same thing, bro. 200 this, yeah, week, yeah, this yeah. week. And I'll go through it. Um, speaking of which, what's the other one, bro? It's the, it's the one about this dude who was basically um, John Dillard's partner. And they went through this whole period of time where they they were just, 
robbing banks in Indiana and Illinois, getting locked up, breaking each other out. Like they have stories about I wish I could remember what it, which one it was. Stories about um them breaking out of jail with a potato that they colored black and it had hair and soap in it. Wow. <laughs> I was like, yo, think about the world before <laughs> surveillance cameras. Like yeah. shit was so wide open, all you had to do was have a will and a way. Niggas was doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas was robbing she banks. Was robbing banks and yeah, getting Niggas robbing banks and getting away with it. Like John Dillinger apparently got cosmetic surgery to change his face so he could continue oh, to yeah. rob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could get continue to rob on the run. But yeah, the dollop had a few. Yeah. Uh, it, it looked crazy. I do it remember looked, it hearing fucking about ridiculous. that. Yeah. Um. What What was another one I listened to? I've been just going through the dollop, man. Shout out to dollop. If you haven't already listened to them, make sure y'all check that out. Banks also still get robbed a lot. That's what that's what I talked about. Yeah. yeah. They get robbed like very often. They just don't. Put it on TV as much because they say that like it's like the whole effect with the like the naked yeah. guy running on the field. They don't like show it's it. Going to encourage others. Yeah. Um, how Neil Phil? I've been getting back into How Neil Phil. The most recent episode, Ejaculus. Oh, before I forget, uh, Black Effect. I mean, uh, uh, Black on Purpose. Black on Purpose. My bad. Black on Purpose. Black on Purpose. The Fields, and uh, it was another episode before that, but the feels was a really dope episode. Shout out Ella, J Fab, and uh, Shogun. Y'all been doing y'all thing lately. Um, the Flagrant Two episode with Neil Brennan. Uh, I really kind of fucked with them breaking down the nuances of ayahuasca. Neil Brennan's been on this whole kick where he's been doing our ayahuasca entirely too much. I've never heard of a nigga doing ayahuasca as much <laughs> as he does it, bro. Yeah. Uh, but that's why I hate when people be like, "Yo." I Weed is this, and then they go get on their drug and be like, "Well, this is the drug that works." I can't do it. Yeah, man. okay, man. Like, yeah, man. You found your drug, man. It's you a do slow drugs. burn over here, baby. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying to drop in and drop out. Yeah, whatever. That's why. That's why they like Buddhism. <laughs> the same reason they like Hinduism. They just want to trying to make it seem deep. You're just doing drugs, man. It's fine. We all have our ways to cope. But yeah, uh, Neil Brennan episode uh, of Flagrant Two. Um, of course, the boombox guy, Wash Gods. I'm saying this one just because I felt attacked, nigga. <laughs> All the conversation about being a slave and that working shit. Oh, like, shit. <laughs> the one episode, I'm not there. He's just like, yo, let's just talk about it, bro. No, I was talking about myself. No, I'm fucking around. It was a dope episode, though. It felt, if I, I've also been going back into Joe Rogan. Um, older episodes, I was into the David Cho episode. Um, and the David Goggins episode. I hope they bring the Cho show back. I need to check on that. That was a really dope show. I suggested it to my dad, but I was like, yo, in this order. Yeah, yeah, it might be too much, but in this order, check out these shows. Because they've yeah. been, at, my parents have been asking me, and my parents and my uncle have been asking me, like, hey, what are you watching? Oh. Uh, what have you been on? And uh, Squid Games is another thing I've been on. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, I finished it. You finished it? We can have another conversation about that because I don't think Draft will watch it. You know, I'm not you watching that shit. Terrible ending. Yeah, terrible ending. So bad. I just I don't I don't do Sopranos esque ending. I'm very I'm very cautious with my theatrics that I take in, bro. I don't really <laughs> my theatrics, script shit. <laughs> shit, like too much scripted shit. I don't really do that much of it. Yeah, it's yeah, like you know, it's the type of nigga out. who reads yeah, fiction. It's, it's like okay, it's I like love things. Fiction. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anyone can make up some wild shit that happens. Speaking of like, fiction, so I'm just gonna come. I'm gonna jump out there and say, it. I had a confession to make. I've watched the BMF yeah. show. Oh, yeah. Power verse, you know yeah. the power verse. Yep. Yeah. And it's 
bet. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. I wasn't expecting yo, that take. It's so bad, bro. I watched it. I'm like, yo, it's got to get bad. What made me stop? I, there are three episodes now, right? And uh, what Nobody made knows, but you. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I got, I've been keeping it. <laughs> I'm watching Power, just crying in the dark. <laughs> Nights are lonely, nigga. Tony Curtis. Is- <laughs> That was washed <laughs> But um I'm watching the shit And I'm like man I don't know any of these actors that they, I hear drive in the back of my head It's like nigga when the last time you seen <laughs> A gangster with clear skin nigga? <laughs> All these niggas got straight teeth they was just giving out braces in Detroit. <laughs> I just never understand this shit. It always looked like fame. Yeah, it looked exactly. <laughs> Good hair, straight teeth. Yeah. I was like, that man. Was, I've been in the hood, dog. Ain't no, no one looks like Snoop this. Snoop Dogg make a cameo. Yeah, it's uh, it's all the tropes yeah, of... Uh, <laughs> he was a preacher. Yeah. R.I.P. Michael K. Williams, man. That's why I always <laughs> fuck with him, man. This nigga yeah. actually look like the streets, dog. Yeah. Like... Him and Marlo. Yeah. Him and the nigga Marlo. Yeah, it wasn't a lot of them, bro. Anyway, yeah. But, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, yeah, Marlo it's, not, worth, sure. it's, not, it's not worth watching, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out 50, man. Yeah. I respect the hustle. Shout out Big Meats, too. put Charlie Wilson. This nigga put Charlie Wilson on the intro. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what demographic this is going for, yeah. and I can't be a part. This shit is a, is a brunch fucking. Yeah, a Chelsea yeah, boot yeah, dra- a, drama. Yeah, for sure. He, he Put a camera on vitamin water and made it to the show. <laughs> it's all bad and <laughs> fifty sure. flavor. Uh, Formula fifty. Yeah. Formula fifty. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I, thinking, I'm thinking about flavor rate. Yeah, I hate I hate the power verse, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what else you got? Uh what have I been listening to? Alchemist, uh This Thing of Ours Part Two. That's just Not- dope. Not as in the intro. I like the mic joint. It's dope. The mic joint is dope. Yeah. It's, I don't like. And the Vince Staples joint is dope. Vince Staples joint is amazing. The 6-5 Heartbeats. Yeah. I've been listening to on repeat for yes. like all week. And I don't know why it's so. Everybody likes Flying Spirit. Man, what's wild is. I was like, is it just me or is this shit dope? Yeah. I didn't, even, I didn't so, even share it, bro. Because I was so, like, man. It's so, under, it's it's so subtly stated. Yeah. I listened to it so much. I realized you can hear the needle pop in the record. Like. Mm. He rapping over the record and I love those songs that give you room to rap where you can kind of just get your bars off and he slow flowed it it was a really well put together song yeah I fuck with it a lot of, a lot of bars man yeah. it's an interview um, I think yeah. it's homegrown radio I like to hear Vince in that bag exactly yeah. Vince Staples got <laughs> Vince Staples got this interview where he's talking to these two DJs and he's like yo I'm the best rapper from Long Beach Like, I'm the best rapper from Long Beach He's like, yo, I'm top. And he, 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 and he dials it back. He's like, yo, I'm top three. And, uh, <laughs> and he starts quoting his lines from uh, the Vince Staples project. And I'm listening to him like, yeah, yeah this slow flow is kind of his bag. And I don't hear him on that because when I hear about, when I think about Vince Staples songs that caught my attention, it's like Senorita with Future or the stuff that came on, uh, what was that? Summer... 90. What caught me was like Lift Me Up. Summer I feel 06. Like that's when they're like, all right, yo, so this nigga got, this nigga really. Summertime 06 is the name of that album. My yeah, like yeah, Lift yeah. Me Up was one of them joints where you talk about like the, the Gucci shit and all mm-hmm. that. I thought that shit was really dope. I'm like, oh, this nigga, this nigga Vince got some shit to him. Even but. FM. I went back on the Vince Staples uh, tangent. 
previously and somewhere in between the last pod and the pod before that. But I went back on the Vince Staples uh tier and FM. Um and what was the other one? The other one I went back to. Prima Donna. I like the rollout for Prima Donna. The visuals for Prima Donna were really dope. Um but the album doesn't really in far as far if I was to suggest Vince Staples to anybody, it wouldn't be that album. Definitely summertime 06 though. Um West Side Gun. Side B. Side B is hard. Side A is so much better though. Side A is so much better. Which is I feel like how it should be. It's the Ninja Turtles. Like I like the fly two. that couldn't fly straight with Tyler. I thought that was dope. Um uh, like you said, we talked about before. Um, There's so many songs on that when they kind of run together. The uh what's the joint that you said before? Yeah, it was a random chick's name. Uh, it had the damn son. Where'd you find Julia that? Lang. What was it? Julia Lang. Yeah, Julia Lang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh-huh. I thought that was dope. There's a few standout joints, but yeah, I, I do agree. I thought side side A was a lot better. Uh, yay. Uh, I've I've decided this is my favorite yay album. Um, it's not even because it's it just has my favorite songs on it. Like I I consistently go back to those songs more so than any. Um, other Yay album, I probably went through a time period where I was listening to Ghost Town like every day, like every day. Yeah, and uh, I remember the moment when Taji, it was one of the first times we recorded the podcast. We were talking about Donda, I mean, excuse me, we were talking about the Yay album. And he was like, Yo, have you heard Violent Crimes? And I was like, Yeah, I skimmed through it, but not enough to know the names. And I went back and I was like, Damn, bro, this is one of them ones. <laughs> Violent Crimes is another one of them ones. I signed Austin up for uh. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Monday. <laughs> wow. That no. shit's it's a lot of bars in that. Uh but yeah, uh I went back through a lot of yay shit. Donda. Um I really enjoyed uh Spirit Alive. Um eighty degrees or Hurricanes, um form, formerly known as eighty Bad degrees. Food. Um Isaiah Rashad, what you said stand out. What you said and uh the joint with him and What's the brand name, bro? I got to go to the album now. Duke Deuce. Isaiah Rashad floated on that first verse. I really don't like Duke Deuce's verse like that. He got bars. I, I've I've come with... It's like the uh, the Young LA verse on uh, Ain't I. Like, you don't like it as much as you like Young Dro's verse, but it stands out in your memory now because it's awkward. Um, or or your ODB verse. Uh, your classic ODB verses. Um, Lil Uzi on Bad and Bougie. Yeah, those type of vibes. Shit, Lil Uzi on Isaiah Rashad album. Um, Pray for Haiti, Mock Hami. Still a... To me, that album goes head-to-head with uh, Hitler Wears Hermes 8A because those two albums sonically, I think, feel the same. A lot of a lot of slow flows. You get a lot of soulful samples. Um just solid all-around projects, especially for that genre of rap. Knowledge, the anthology, um, and Knowledge, 1988. I think I'm ready to hear another No Worries project. I'm, I'm interested to see what they've got. Um, or anything with Knowledge production. I want to hear him do more work with rappers outside of Earl. Earl, Earl kind of in his own shit. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. Taji, what you got? Um, haven't been watching much anything mainly because I've been playing a lot of Metroid Dread, which is a really good game on Nintendo Switch. Charge to the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, October twenty sixth. Definitely <laughs> copping that. I'm ready. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, she was really good. It's damn. It's like Nintendo made a um, Resident Evil Nemesis game. Mm. Some chasing you throughout. Nintendo the Nintendo been dropping heat, man. I yeah, kind of want to hop on the. Go ahead, bro. Love train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but listening to, I'm still listening to that Sufjan Stevens like collab tape, which is kind of dope. Um, Don Tolliver. Forgot to mention him. Randomly saw that Pac Div. Uh, Church League Champions is on Apple Music now. <laughs> we so. <the> champs. <laughs> I played it for Taj. That's a great album. It looked like he wanted to die. Don't so. forget oh, the switches. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. That's uh, funny. I played Whiplash and he kind of felt that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this thing of ours, too. Really dope. Um, fake News. Hey. Hey. Dope. Uh, Piano Love. And I've been listening to podcasts, a couple here and there. Um, I ran into this thing called Just King Things. It's a podcast on Stephen King books. They had a really good gunslinger mm-hmm. um, episode. Mm-hmm. Just because I've been really debating whether or not I should reread it. It's my favorite series. Um, Game of Thrones is a close second. And, of course, Harry Potter because I'm a fucking nerd. Um, that's really been it. Yo, I know I sent it to Taji. Did I send it to you? Uh, I meant to mention Tizo Touchdown. I'm just a fan. Mm. Another song I've been playing on repeat for some reason. That nigga's really talented, bro. Right. I never really heard him solo. Only time I heard him was on the Tyler. Drop, I'll send so. you I'll send you I'm just a fan, bro. I'll play it after the pod actually. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh shot uh <laughs> no limit exposure. Bleep <laughs> 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 that. <laughs> you see us, you see him. <laughs> oh, we are yeah. washed, never washed yeah, up. We're man. washed, never washed up. I am drafted as Sean MC. Yeah, like you said. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> <laughs> no limit exposure. Put the on that. <laughs> hey, it's with us tonight, man. Yeah, we'll see y'all next week.